Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. One of the great things about running Tannin is that not only do I get to curate and create pretty, a pretty cool selection of botanical materials, I've had the great pleasure of helping create and refine the technique and processes that we apply to use them in our aquariums. Now, I didn't invent the idea. I never said I did. However, I think that I helped advance and perfect the idea. I find it both an honor and a responsibility to do this, and I take the responsibility very seriously. Myself and my team have spent years, and decades in my case, personally experimenting with a huge amount of botanical materials to create all sorts of aquarium systems with them. And during that time, we've developed techniques, guidelines, and you know, best practices for using botanicals in aquariums. We've made some errors and unfortunately lost some fishes along the way. Hopefully though, our experiences and lessons learned saved others from these bad outcomes. And most important of all, We've made a huge effort to share all this experience, the good, the bad, and the ugly, with you, our community, and in the hobby as a whole. On this, you know, the website, on the blog, in this podcast, and social media posts, several print publications, clubs, and other, you know, podcasts where I've been guests. Uh, as loyal readers of this, you know, the blog and listeners of this podcast know by now, I like to share the stuff that happens around Tannin, the good and the bad, things we do well, and shit we screw up because... We do screw up because it may give you some insight into what makes us tick, so to speak. So imagine my surprise when the other day I received an email from a customer who was quite upset about his botanicals developing what he called a white algae on their surfaces and that they were apparently rotting. He went on to lament that he may have wasted money on his purchase and that he was an unsatisfied customer. Whoa, unsatisfied customer. That's like the worst thing I can hear as a business person. A nightmare scenario in my world where your happiness is just about everything. What could have happened to precipitate this feeling? What did I do? What didn't I do? All these things rushed through my head. I immediately began to investigate to see what I could have done wrong and what I could do to correct this situation. I reviewed the customer's order. I reviewed the botanicals that we you know, put in his order, in his pack, and the, the shipping time, all the things that you do as a business person. And nothing seemed to miss there. Yet still, the customer was unsatisfied. While I initially thought it was nothing we did wrong, the reality was that the customer felt he was somehow wrong. And believe me, everything that goes wrong with your order, I assume is 100% my fault. All of it, always. Regardless, something seemed to miss. It was obvious from the customer's observations and even the terminology that he used in his email that something didn't go as expected. Could I have done something, anything, to have helped him avoid being disappointed? Well, yes, and I suppose, no. Now, on the surface, I empathize with anyone who's experiencing something that they you know, may not have seen before, or something which is outside of their understanding. Yet when it comes to stuff like our botanicals, in this instance, it made me wonder, why was this customer surprised? What expectations did he have of the botanicals before he placed an order? 
How did he not know that they're subject to recruiting biofilms on their surfaces, softening and ultimately decomposing while imparting a tint to the water? All these things that we consider fundamental to our world and talk about obsessively here. I mean, it's not like we don't discuss all this stuff and put it out there for all to see and learn about. So yeah, my first instinct was almost, I don't know, defensive. Fortunately, experience in this business and a little bit of instinct tells me never to just jump on somebody when they complain. It's not just bad business. It's a stupid thing to do. I remember many times in the coral business perusing online vendor forums on sites like, you know, Reef to Reef and Reef Central and so forth and seeing how poorly some of our competitors handled customer complaints when somebody would reach out. Some were downright awful, publicly attacking the customer, and I must admit I sort of enjoyed the spectacle because it usually arose when customers would complain about certain vendors, and it was a real train wreck, and unfortunately it was I enjoyed it, which is sad. Of course, when it happens to you, it's not all that funny. However, it is a chance to make things right, perhaps win over a skeptic, and learn if you handle it right, and if the customer can be reached. In this case, though, something told me that I was dealing with a customer who may have made one of the hobby's biggest and most common errors, leaping before looking. This was clearly someone who didn't have a clue what to expect. Just his terminology that he employed to describe what he was observing told me that, that he may not have heard of this stuff before. Where did the fault lie? Well, regardless, I can shoulder at least some of the blame. He somehow didn't see all the information that we put out. What could I do about that? Well, what I did in in this instance was to explain to him that these occurrences, these things you were seeing, are perfectly normal and part of what we expect in the game. I sent links to a bunch of blog posts on the relevant topics of concern. My first thought is that even though I may feel the messages and information are out there, they simply may be difficult for some people to find. I admit our search feature on the platform we use, Shopify, doesn't really work well with the blogs. They they don't support a blog well. Hopefully they'll change that, but it could be a little tricky. But nonetheless, you can search by terms. You can search by episodes. There's all sorts of ways to find stuff on the site. Uh, And then I thought, well, maybe the message in general is difficult to find. They might be lost in the constant drumbeat of, you know, customers' pics of their cool tanks and all the the, the things we talk about, mental shifts and da-da-da-da-da-da. Maybe we need to just do a better job on making the information even more available. In fact, it's obvious that we do. We have to keep improving make it even more visible, communicate more about how botanical-style aquariums work. For someone to have found our site, got excited enough to buy the products we offer, and then not to understand what, that what he was observing is perfectly normal is a definite issue for us to correct. On the other hand, after thinking it over for a while, the disappointment of this customer was rooted in what I feel is an increasingly common problem in the hobby getting caught up in the hype and superficial aspects of something and then just jumping in without doing some homework. In our world, that means people seeing the cool look and the unique benefits of botanical style aquariums without making the effort to study the functions, occurrences and processes which we need to expect and embrace when creating these aquariums. A lot of hobbyists, and I know this because I talk to a lot of them, simply don't feel the need to learn all the good, bad and ugly about this stuff before jumping in. I mean, these aquariums look so cool and there are so many out there that they can't be that hard to do, right? Botanicals have to stay pristine and clean forever, like an aquarium ornament or something, because it's all about the look, right? I mean, the guy's tank on Instagram looks so cool. That's the disconnect, in my humble opinion. It's a real pet peeve of mine, too, as you probably know. Botanical-style aquariums are not a style of aquascaping. They're a methodology, an approach to keeping aquariums, and with the approach come some unique functions and aesthetics. The aesthetics being a small but important and quite alluring part of the whole thing, really. 
And I think that it's a failing of me, the vendor and so-called hobby authority, because I need to do an even better job and find better ways to get more of the information into the ultimate consumer's hands. Not just pretty pics and videos, but information. My blogs, my podcasts, and articles need to be more available. I'll work on it. In general, it's also a failing of many vendors in the aquarium hobby uh, in general for trying to do all they can to get people simply to purchase stuff without offering an equal amount of education. I say many because there are a lot of vendors that do a fantastic job of educating too, yet there's always room for improvement if we look at it objectively, everywhere. And finally, and perhaps most important, it's every bit as much about the individual hobbyist who, more often than not, jumps into something without making more than the most cursory, most superficial effort to learn about what they are interested in doing in the hobby before jumping into it. A lack of personal responsibility to educate oneself. This isn't a new phenomenon. It's been around for decades. I remember reading Tropical Fish Hobbyists when I was a kid, and a reader would write in about a tiny fish they purchased on impulse at the local fish store that they put in their you know, five-gallon aquarium without knowing what it was, only to be just schooled by the magazine's editors because they identified it as a baby gar or arowana or something crazy like that. I remember how that was to read those things. I thought, Oof, wow, that's crazy. People don't even bother to research. I understand that sometimes it's okay to learn on the fly. That's fun for a lot of people. I know quite a few hobbyists like that. You know, the kind who throw away the instruction manual for the new you know, gadget that they just purchased and they just jump right in and start flipping switches and pressing buttons. And that's okay, I suppose, for some people. However, if you're going to look you know, leap before you look, shouldn't you at least consider what it is supposed to be occurring, what, what normal is? I think so. So yeah, I do call BS on some of this stuff. I encourage every hobbyist to at least make some effort to understand what they're getting into before they go full speed ahead. In this age of Google and Facebook and tons of hobby forums, there's simply no excuse for doing something in the aquarium hobby and being unpleasantly surprised when things go exactly as they're supposed to just because you didn't bother to do your homework. If you did, you'd know that what your experience is, experiencing is, like in our case, the thing, the whole thing. Yeah, I suppose I'm doing the sort of same thing that I used to laugh at in my coral days. Well, not really, because I'm not directly attacking the guy, I'm just attacking the idea, the attitude. Because I think the difference is that although I put out what I feel is a ton of information, I obviously didn't make enough of it or make it more easily accessible you know, to reach this guy on this occasion. It's something I can work on, and I will. And to my fellow hobbyists, well, they should always get off their ass and read. To this guy especially, get off your ass and read. That's my metaphorical spanking for you. I mean, just because you might have had to do a little search here and there to learn about something in the hobby that you're about to embark on, it doesn't mean that you're somehow a victim of marketing or something like that. There's no excuse for ignorance in today's world. And that's not just a defense for myself. That's a generalization that I think we all need to look in the mirror and and understand. You need to educate yourself. You need to go beyond simply looking at pictures. You need to put in the work. And I know that it's a hobby and it's supposed to be fun, but you're dealing with living organisms. You can't just assume. You need to know that even if you do study also and go carefully, stuff can still go wrong. We're dealing with nature and she controls the game. She dictates the process. She creates the aesthetics and she determines the outcomes. Anyone who has kept aquariums for any length of time knows that you can do everything by the book and still fail. It's part of the wonder of nature and the awesomeness of the universe. So what we can do, what we all can do, hobbyists, vendors, and lovers of aquariums, is to observe, learn, and share our experiences for the benefit of everyone. Because really, nothing sucks more in this hobby than finding out after the fact that 
If you knew all the details, you may not have taken the leap quite so quickly. And to my disgruntled customer, well, I haven't heard back yet. I hope that he reads the links that I sent. I hope that he goes deeper. I hope that he makes the effort to understand what's supposed to happen in a botanical style aquarium. I hope that he decides that this botanical style aquarium thing with all of its unique function and unusual aesthetics and benefits is for him. I really hope that. Even if he gets his botanicals from someone else in the future, I don't care. It's bigger than just one company, one author, or one opinion on stuff. It's an awesome hobby, a lifetime hobby. Please treat it as such, rather than just a quick, easy thing to do on a weekend when you're bored. Educate yourself. Make use of the abundant resources out there, even if you have to dig just a bit. Make Google your friend. Talk to fellow hobbyists. Reach out if you're not sure. Don't assume stuff. Don't let ignorance be your companion on this journey. Don't rely on what you just skimmed over or heard. Put in the work. You should want to because just about anything that's cool and desirable requires some effort. And yeah, we told you so. Stay educated. Stay observant. Stay smart. Stay open-minded. Stay skeptical. Stay engaged. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Fellman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.